What really makes us better people is our capacity to question the status quo to achieve positive change. If you are seeking to adopt new habits, to learn about a kind lifestyle, low-waste living and speaking up for justice, you have come to the right place. Together, we will make the switch that will light up this world. I'm Morgan and I'm happy to welcome you on this journey. Hello beautiful souls and welcome to this new episode. I'm your host Morgan for this podcast and today I want to exchange to share a story of my life and experience that I lived which I think was really a great lesson that life has taught me and I think it could be worth to anyone listening to it if you happen to be in the same situation, which I hope you won't, but how maybe you might deal with a stalker. About two years ago, when I first uh, started an internship in Germany and then working in the company in Dusseldorf, I encountered a stalker. I was like in the position of the victim, if we might um, call it that way, although nothing, like I wasn't hurt or anything, but it was just a challenging experience mentally, let's put it that way. So first, let's just get into how it happened, how it unfolded, and then I will just talk about why I think this happened to me and how I put this to an end, how I put an end to it. So I was working in this company and when I would come down the building to have my break, there would be always this man uh, smoking down the building and having his break. And one day when I went down for my break, he started to talk to me just to exchange a few words, a few words being friendly, nothing that could have like triggered my um, curiosity or, or any fears. I, I just thought it was a friendly man and because usually I'm friendly even to strangers if I feel like they have the need to talk and you know, People have different everyday lives and you never know what's happening in their lives and sometimes they just need to talk to kind of empty their mind and I really enjoy sometimes to be the person who they can have a shoulder to rely on if they just need to talk. So yeah, I just remain friendly and talk to him. And then on the next day, he would still be there down the building when I was having my break. And I think it's just one time where there was a phase in the summer where I was having my break in a park uh, near the building where I worked. And when I got out of the park, because my break was about to end, I went to that 
um, tram station to that tram stop and I realized he was there like suddenly and just like so randomly and I thought it's funny that like accidentally he's there at the same time that I'm getting out of the park and I saw that he had seen me and I just realized something is just not good there something is a bit fishy and that was just when I started thinking about the possibility that he might be stalking me and so I went to the bus stop or to the tram stop and I think I just pretended as if I hadn't seen him and he started talking to me again and he was like oh what a, coinc a coincidence that we're seeing each other again and I was like yeah that's funny and I was just kind of keeping my distance and didn't really want to engage and then we took the same tram and he talked a bit more and I just want to, wanted to be polite basically and I, I didn't really dare saying like why are you even talking to me and he said that he had spent time in France and I said that I was coming from France so yeah he said a few words just being friendly and and then that was it and I think that same day I think it was on the same day when I finished work I got down the building and he was there and went to the same tram that I was taking to go to the train station where I was taking the train to go back to the town that I was living in and when I went in the, on the tram he kept talking to me and he started asking me like oh where do you come from like every morning do you travel uh, to your work and I was like I just didn't think there was any harm so I wasn't still really questioning it but then I was like oh I come from like the surroundings like I come from nearby I didn't I wasn't um, willing to be specific because I was starting to think okay there's something wrong definitely wrong going there and it was like yeah I'm just going to take the to the train station and then I will be um, I just need to go to the post office or something he said so I'm getting off of the tram at the train station and I go to the other um, platform where I'm supposed to take my train and I was like okay if he has to go to the post office then he's gonna go in an other direction and he's basically just gonna go out of the train station but then before getting on my train before it arrived I saw that he was on another on, on like the next platform and he was just like looking out for someone and I knew that he was just looking for me he was wanting to know which train I was taking to know where I was heading to and when I realized that I was so uncomfortable I was so afraid I was really nervous and as soon as the train arrived I just hopped on the train and I remember getting on the train and having so much trouble to breathe and being so stressed and I sat down and at the window I didn't want him to see me so I basically just leaned and I was just feeling like like a freaking 
victim, like a prisoner. I, I was fearing for my life almost. I was just feeling threatened and it felt for me so uncomfortable to be in that position where I thought all people on the train must be looking at me and thinking like, what's the matter with her? Like, is she crazy? Why? What is she scared of? And yeah, so I just leaned and I looked like in a discreet way at the window and I saw that he was still looking for me and I was just begging for the train to leave and I didn't want him to cross um i don't i didn't want our looks to cross and i was just so uncomfortable and on that evening i was just everything was going through my mind like why is this happening and on the way home and at the train station where I, when i realized that he was talking on me i remember just looking at every man and being afraid of all men and it's i think i i know it's unfair because obviously not all men are stalkers but i just remember like looking at men like i was a prey and i just felt under pressure and under the oppression of all men that were there and that was really i think so far it's just been the most terrible fear that i've ever felt it's the most uncomfortable feeling that I've ever had and therefore I never want this to happen to anyone and I never want this to happen to me again so on the next day when I got at work I basically told my female colleagues because we were only females I told my colleagues I think I'm being followed by someone and I don't really know what to do and they just reacted as soon as i said it they reacted and were caring about me and and asking me how it looked like and maybe we can inform the police or something but he hadn't done anything yet anything wrong to me um so basically yeah they were looking for a solution and from that day on they said okay we will go on the break with you like one of us will go on break with you so that you don't have to be alone and i just i'm i will always be really thankful for uh, what they've done for me in that time where i was just so in dis in so much distress and if this kind of situation happened to you please just talk about it to someone and make sure that you're not alone and that you can talk freely about it and maybe have the support of some people and who might help you to deal with it and end it. So that was really a great comfort for me to know that those people were here for, them, for me and that they were listening to me. And so, yeah, and I described him to them and he, he was basically really like, I, I it wouldn't be fair for me to say he, he's a creepy looking guy now I would just think he's creepy because I know that he's he's talked on me but I mean he's just an average man but yeah just thinking about it now when I would picture his face in my mind I I would definitely feel like this is the creepiest man ever and so one evening I realized why this was happening to me and I decided to 
put it to, to just end it because I felt like if I know why this is happening, I've realized it. Now I can handle this situation and it's on me to face my oppressor and to tell him that I'm not feeling comfortable with his behavior, that I don't tolerate it and that it has to stop. So, you know, it's, I know that sometimes it, it might be communication is not always easy and people can interpret things the way they want and we all have different perceptions of words and etc. But to me, it was clear that I hadn't sent him any wrong message. So I prepared myself and basically wrote, wrote a little text on my phone and learned it almost by heart in German because he was uh, German and it was in Dusseldorf and I basically told him that I don't know what kind of message he understood but I was not wanting to have anything to do with him in the future I didn't want to be friends and I didn't want to be in contact with him and that if if he would try to come in contact with me in any way shape or form then I would take the righteous, like I would just take the right measures to put it to an end. So I just wanted to hold him accountable for his actions because I'm sure that he was well aware of the fact that he had spied on me. And I think that's really important when this kind of thing happens to you that you make it clear to the oppressor of what they've done. And yes, yeah, so that one day my colleague, one of my colleagues offered to come with me to stay in, to stay just nearby, not, be, not being directly stay like, sorry, next to him and next to me when I would be talking to him and, and telling him that this had to stop, but she would be nearby in case anything happened. And what I did, and I know it's it's not legal, but I just, in some way, I felt more just safer to do it that way. I recorded the, conver the conversation on my phone to make sure that I had his words on there and I had the text that I said. And yeah that was my kind of evidence for me because there was no other evidence but I still had my colleague there who was there and who could have been a witness of the situation in case things had gotten worse or worse sorry not worse um, yeah so then that day I remember he was across the street and there was just some some trees and he was smoking like every time when I was seeing him basically. And as he saw me crossing the street, I know that he felt that I was determined to put this to an end and he felt that he was in the wrong position and he was kind of like trying to hide. But I went across the street with a firm pace, a firm step and I, I was really, it was important for me to feel that confidence that I could face him and show him that I didn't, I wasn't scared of him. 
it was important to me for him to feel that he had done something wrong, he had to face his actions, and he had to face the fact that it just had to stop and otherwise I was gonna make a decision that wouldn't be in his favor. Um, so I was, I went there, I told that to him and he was like, no, I just, uh, just sorry, I just wanted to be friend and I didn't mean any harm to you and that kind of stuff. And I said, okay, that's fine. Now just bye. Never want to hear you or see you. And from that point on, every time that I saw him at the bottom of the building where I used to work, whenever he would be there, he would just kind of pretend like he hadn't seen me. He wouldn't even dare look me in the eyes. So to me, it was just so reassuring that he was not going to cause me any harm anymore. He had gotten the message straight. And that was the most important to me. I didn't feel threatened in any way anymore. Even though I saw him, even though I was in his presence, I, I wasn't threatened because I had faced him and now everything was just back to normal um, now where I want to get is why I think this happened and yeah and therefore it was necessary to end it I was in charge of this situation I had to put it to an end so back at the start of my internship I was living uh, in a city near Cologne in Germany and taking the train to head to Dusseldorf and basically whenever I would take the train each morning there was a young guy in my age I would say maybe a bit younger than I am and I thought he looked cute and you know just like any girl like we just kind of stare at boys when we think they're cute and we just make our own film in our head and that kind of stuff and I thought it was cute so when whenever I would take the train I would kind of just like not obviously I didn't want it to be obvious but I would try to be just um, at a seat where I could like have a just look at him and or basically I wish I I could have gotten in contact with him and maybe become friends or a bit more um, I didn't aim at in any way at spying on him or following him or um, I, I didn't want to make him comfortable uncomfortable or anything but without me knowing without being fully conscious of it it might have been the case maybe at some point he felt like he was being followed by me or he just maybe he just felt um, uncomfortable with me being in like um, nearby him and so when I realized my my own behavior that somehow this might have been interpreted by him as spying on him when I realized this I thought that the my own experience with this stalker was a message from the universe because you might believe in a superior force, whether it's God or uh, Buddha or just the universe or whatever you believe in. For me, it's the universe. And I think that pretty much everything in our life happen, 
happens for a reason. And therefore, I think the reason why I was stalked by this man was a message from the universe for me to realize how it feels to be in any kind of way to be followed or spied on or stalked on. That was just for me to be in this position, feel how it feels to have this insecurity, this fear that someone is following you or someone is staring at you, someone is creeping on you. And when I realized this, I remember it was some evening, I think, where I was Skyping with my mom and I was telling her about it and, and she was telling me to be, to be safe and take my precautions. And when I talked to her, I just, it just like, it was a flash in my head and then I just got it. I thought, this is it. And as soon as I was conscious about it, I thought, okay, if the universe wants to send me this message so that, so that I realize what I've done and so that I'm accountable for my actions, I have to take action by myself. I have, I'm the only one who's going to be able to face this man and tell him that he has to stop. And yeah, I think as soon as I, I realized that, it was, it just became so easy. I felt so much safer and more confident. I, I just felt hope again. I knew that this really creepy situation was gonna end because I am in charge. I was guilty for, for following this guy or for just like staring at him. And I was guilty for maybe making him feel uncomfortable. So therefore, I was the only one to be able to kind of free me from this situation that I had put myself into. And yeah, therefore, I think that was just a powerful lesson that I experienced in my, in my life. Probably the, the most powerful lessons so far that I've been taught. And I, I really want to talk about this to you because I think that yes we do learn from our lessons but no one has to get into this kind of situation because I know how horrendous it feels I know how how just so hopeless you can feel how desperate you feel in this kind of situation and I therefore I just never want anyone to experience this to experience this and but if you happen to get into this situation, I want you to just reflect and this can be like applied to this situation or any kind of situation. Whenever you feel like something is happening to you and the first reaction that you have is like, I haven't deserved this, this is not my fault and it, like only crap happens to me and this is so unfair please just take a step back and try to understand maybe why this is happening to you because only when you realize why this is happening only when you find out the cause the root of this situation happening to you only then can you take the right action to end it or to change it so 
so I think that was just like yeah the the matter of this episode that was the message that I want to convey to you I hope that that was valuable to you in any way and that you can learn from it maybe for the future or maybe now when you hear this you will just suddenly realize why something in the past had happened to you and now maybe you will be at peace yeah so i hope you enjoyed that episode thank you for checking in whether it's on youtube or spotify wherever you're listening or watching this please make sure to subscribe so that every week when i release a new episode you are updated directly from apple podcast and you can just listen to any episode on the road when you're traveling if you can i would be so grateful if you leave a review so that this podcast can be a bit higher rated and reach more people to maybe help them with my content and that being said i wish you a beautiful rest of your day and i will see you in the next episode bye